For episode two of the MCBC Live Well. Let me grab the sponsors real quick. Let's give them a quick shout right here in the beginning while we have everybody's attention. Doc Talk Radio sponsoring School of the Year. We have Denali Rods, Sunline, Showspan, Old Fart Lures, AFTCO Clothing. Like Shane and I were talking, that clothing is everywhere now. It's actually more, I think it's more prominent than um, Under Armour is. Oh, yeah. And it's getting right up there with Huck. Especially in the fishing stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah especially in the fishing end. Uh, Spro and Gamagatsu Hooks. Those are the fine people sponsoring the MCBC College Trail here in Michigan. Um, so, let's see, what was the last event? Houghton, how'd it oh, go? It was rough, it was tough. I thought Houghton Lake was going to kind of play out a little different. I thought it was going to at least be towards the tail end of the spawn um, to have some bed fishing. But I think we missed it by about a week or so. And then on tournament day anyways, it, it blew close to 20 and the waves were going. So there's no way that bed fishing would have played anyways. Yeah, it would have been uh, all blown out. Yeah. You couldn't see nothing. I mean, the fish would have been there, but you weren't going to see them right. unless you had them. Each fish specifically waypointed yeah. and you knew which angle, yeah. how you needed right. to line up on them. And, and the canals was an option. So I, I personally tried that route and we, we could have had at least a, a decent limit up there. Just didn't capitalize and fish too clean. Lost okay. a bunch of fish on a frog. But th there, there were fish in the canals. But when the waves like that came, everyone went for those. Everyone, right. So I, I started in a canal. I got two fish in the first, I don't know, 15 minutes of the day or so. And then... When I tried to run other spots, they they were packed. Already packed. Yeah. Everybody already in there. Yeah. Now I know the the two uh, the top two teams. I don't know about the top three, but I know the top two teams. You know what? Let me rephrase that. I actually just know the second place team. They toughed out the main yep. lake. They, they were in the main lake. Yeah, they stayed main lake. They rode the weather out, rode the waves out, and uh, they managed a second place. So here's here's a top three breakdown. We have Graham and Franco from I believe Adrian. That's right. We have uh, the Jump Brothers from Western. That's correct. And we have Eldred and Williamson from, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hold on. Yeah, I do know. Uno Momento. No, I don't know. That didn't tell me. Anyway, so those were your three top, the top three boats. Let's give the weights respectively. Uh, Adrian College had 16 pounds even. Western had 13.65 and Eldred and Williamson had uh, twelve seven one. Those were our top three weights. Dropped off pretty quick. Yeah, dropped off at uh, what you have two and a half pounds. It dropped from one to two, and then from two to three, it dropped a pound, and then it gets tight after that. Yep. Everything's within yeah, you know, hundreds of an ounce, an ounce in between there. So the school of the year standings after one event as follows: Grand Valley State University. Western Michigan University. They're tied. Yep. 246. At 246. Yep. Adrian College at 240, sitting in third. Central Michigan University in fourth. And Ferris State University in fifth. So those are the top five school of the year. Uh, Cyrus said all the, the school of the year standings are up on the website, so you can check and see where your school's at. Awesome. Now, something we did find out that we had discussed and we weren't sure. So 
how the school of the year is going to work is the top four boats for your school get the points for that. At each event. So at no, each event. So if it can be a different top four, right, at Houghton than a different top four at I Cadillac so. Mitchell? Yes, sir. Cool. So if you have like eight, six boats that register at every event, your top four boats. No matter who they are. I think no matter who they are. I don't think you have to specify a team. You know, we'll get that cinched up with Cyrus uh, by the next show, but I'm pretty sure uh, right. it's just the top four anglers from each school or the points from the top four anglers from each school. Awesome. So right on. that makes it a little bit more fair like we were yeah, talking about before. Right. So that was the Houghton. You got... Cadillac Mitchell coming up this weekend in just two, three days. Let's see, by the time this gets out, it'll be two, three days away. And uh, it's out of the Kenwood Park on Cadillac itself. Yep. Um, Across the bridge and up and over to the northeast a little bit, and it's right there. What do we have? What do you have over there? What do you have for lodging? Anything for lodging for us? Yeah, so we have a, a couple different options for lodging the Pilgrim Village Motel and Cabin. Um, they're offering a discount to the college anglers. Um, so you can get a cabin or a motel there. I think they're out of the cabin, so I think you're just with motels right now for 105 bucks a night, and that can sleep six. And, and that's a pretty good deal compared to what they're normally priced at. And they have plenty of parking for boats and, and extra cars if you have them and things like that. Down the road from the ramp, we have the Econo Lodge at 70 bucks a night um, that also has boat parking. And then the Hampton Inn um, is a little bit further away at 110 bucks a night. Both the Econo Lodge and Houghton Inn, or excuse me, Hampton Inn, hmm? have boat parking. Um, nice. they, they said it might get a little busy Saturday night, so you're going to make sure, if you need to get a spot, make sure you take care of Call that. Call them, get it now. Exactly. Whatever. Make sure you give them a ring and see if they have anything open. Right. But that's cool. Tackle shops. What do we got? Yeah, so actually at the Pilgrim Village Motel and Cabin, they have a tackle shop right in the lobby. Okay. So go in there and help those guys out. They also have maps, paper maps for free. So go in there, grab a map, and support the shops that are trying to support the college anglers. You know, pick up a pop, a bag of chips, exactly. or buy a bait or yep. something like that. We never have enough baits. You know that. Drop five bucks on a bait. Help the local guy. You know, help him stay in business. That's right. Anything else we need to know about that area then that you looked up? Or are we good on that? Let's talk about some past tournaments there. Okay, go for it. So MCBC actually was there in 2016 for their Classic, which okay. was a two-day event. The, both lakes were open both days, and it took 28 pounds to win that event mm-hmm. um, over two days. Day one was at 16 pounds mm-hmm. uh, to take the lead, and then 12 pounds for day two. So I think we can expect Ooh. something right in that 16 to 17 pound range. Right. But it, it is kind of curious to me how how the weights did drop like that. The weights dropped huge. See, now this is what I would wonder. I would wonder if the teams that were leading went back to the same areas and fished the same way, the same baits, the same water, hoping to get that other bite again. See, that's what I think. Or did they move? They d- didn't move. So what did they do? I, mean, so, I would be real curious. So MCBC TV had an episode um, okay. on this event, and it... I think a lot of, not just the guys who won, but a lot of like the top five and six guys okay. um, fished the same patterns they were on all practice and all weekend. I do remember the weekend before was fantastic fishing, mm-hmm. um, and then in the week they killed the weeds. Um, okay, that's going to hurt. So that's going to hurt. So I know for me personally in that event, I had to spend a lot of time searching, looking for good grass. Okay. Because there, there was a lot of dead grass. They they didn't spray in one particular spot. They sprayed everywhere. Gotcha. So over day one, I think it, it was a little bit easier. There was less pressure coming off the week. The weather didn't change too much, though. So I, I think the fish just kind of, A, were taken out of their spots, right? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think anyone, at least from what I remember, I don't think many people were fishing for retreads, which right. is good. But I think most people were going back to their same spots. They probably could have adjusted, right? To yeah. If they weren't in a spot that's going to replenish, right? Because we're in, a, in the lake, there's not a ton of current. There's a good amount of current in between the bridge, between the lakes, right. on both sides. But not in the whole basin of exactly. the Exactly. So I think getting maybe to an area with more current or pushing a little deeper. Pushing a little, See, I would have chose to go a little deeper. If you go back to your spot, that spot, you're going to know in an hour, yeah. hour and a half, yeah. if... Your pattern from yesterday and your areas from yesterday are got, got fish or not. Yeah. If they don't, what do I need to do? Are they going to go skinny? Well, we just had that massive weed kill or spray. Right. The water's not moving real heavy. It's the same weather. What are they going to do? Push off. Yep. My opinion, they're going to push off. Yep. So they're looking for that clean water, that oxygen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where it's going to be. It's going to be deeper. And that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to push off a little bit, and I'm going to start searching just a little bit deeper, see if I can find some fish out that way. And that, that's what's unique, too, about Cadillac Mitchell's. You can do so many things. The, both lakes are covered in docks. There's a lot of riprap on both lakes. A lot of guys like to crank that. And then you have the bridge that always plays the current on both sides of the bridge, mm-hmm. switching between lakes. But then there's so much grass and so many deep contour lines and deep underwater points and things like that, that you can really spend a lot of time in one area and only pick it down a small amount. See, that's what I like. I I spent some time on the Navionics uh, web viewer. Yep. And I was looking at the deep contour line, stuff I like to fish, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 foot of water. And I was looking at these contour lines and... I'm surprised I've never went up there and fished that lake. Yeah. It looks like it right. would be a fun lake to try to figure out. Yeah. It's got a lot of under what I call underwater points. It's got a lot of underwater saddles. It's got a lot of underwater humps. Yeah. Just strewn out across the entire and there's, lake. There's grass on pretty much everything. There's a ton of grass, but there's also in the north end of uh, Lake Mitchell a mm-hmm. ton of fallen wood. I'm not like I remember when I was there last time I couldn't really tell if they were like telephone poles or trees that got sunk or something okay. like that. Um but there is a ton of wood in the lake. Okay. And it's not uncommon. So across the whole northeast shore of Lake Mitchell, there's a, a pretty prominent grass line that plays in about every tournament. The north what? Northeast. It would be the northeast grass line, yeah, in Lake Mitchell. On Mitchell. So Mitchell's the one underneath the bridge and over. Yeah. And then northeast would be the shoreline once you get under the bridge, right? To your yeah, right. To your right. Yep. That whole short, or is there just sections? There, of there's that? sections of grass. You kind of the grass moves year to year, and I haven't mm-hmm. been there this year, so I don't know. But the that grass line typically there's five or six boats flipping that grass. Really, every tournament. Beyond deeper from that, there's a lot of grass in that twelve to fifteen foot range. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of holes in the grass. Man, if there's that much, how do you narrow down what's holding? going to hold the fish i mean yeah it's all going to hold fish but there's probably some areas in there that are holding better than the others better than average fish fours and fives somewhere yeah when i say a school i don't mean you know 100 fish i'm talking maybe a group of six to ten right you know four or five pounders running around together Um, maybe you got a group of 12 to 15 16 three three and a half four pounders running together right what's gonna hold those fish I think I think mm. at this time of the year it's so that they just finished spawning about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably done chasing bluegill. Yep. Um, and but those those big ones are going to be deeper, and they're going to relate to that underwater contour and that underwater structure that we talked about. Yeah. So I think finding the right depth of grass, finding the right type of grass, and making sure you're finding healthy grass, and if it was sprayed, will be key. Yep. And to do that, if you're pre-fishing, take a 
big ass treble hook with you. Yeah. Seriously, whip yeah. it down there and drag up that grass and and see yeah. if it's affected by the yeah. weed kill or not. You know, it, it helps looking at that. Your game plan is going to be that. What type of baits are you looking at? Jigs? Are you looking at cranking? Are you looking at spy baiting? I think I think there's a gamut of baits that could could play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's going to be. I mean, sure you can catch them finesse fishing, but I think you're going to have to throw some bigger than average baits to get that. I think you're the the team that wins is going to need a kicker or two. Okay. Um, Cadillac Mitchell has a lot of four to five pound fish in it, um, but it also has a lot of two pounders. So I think it, it'll I think it'll be pretty common to see a limit at this one especially a limit of 10 to 12 pounds right but i think you're going to need that kicker fish so personally for me i'm going to look towards the deeper water mm-hmm. i'm going to i'm going to probably start with the jig i'm going to probably crank i'm probably going to do a lot of things and then try that same stuff just a little bit deeper well a couple things you don't i would suggest not to overlook when you go there a tube yeah many people are still throwing a heavy tube nemesis bullet craw okay seriously the nemesis bullet craw texas rigged non-peg half ounce weight three-quarter ounce i don't know how deep you're fishing and just drag it through that grass yeah you would be surprised at at the fish that thing will catch doing that a lot of money been made on it doing that i believe jeff elliott did a write-up or a couple of videos on fishing the bullet craw that way on the west side of the state okay so what kind of line are you throwing when you throw that i personally i'm throwing 20 pound fluoro okay sunline yeah that's what i use 20 pounds sunline fluoro and dragging it um i use fluoro for almost myself personally for almost everything i do except if i'm punching then okay I'm, you okay know, 50 pound bro. right sure other than that i'm straight fluoro for everything so don't overlook the bullet craw he's got two sizes i de- yeah i definitely wouldn't look at that if you're fishing some deep grass that'll drag real nice through that grass and if you don't have it pegged Mm. Paquette uses that a lot too. Okay. So nice. I've been on a boat with him when he's he's stuck him pretty good <laughs> do, doing that method. Uh, so definitely don't overlook that. Do we miss anything? Seems like we're doing pretty okay. Yep. Where uh, what's the website? Fishmcbc.com. Excellent. And then they got a Facebook. Yep. Michigan College Bass Circuit. Look them up on Facebook. We also have WestMichiganBass.com for all the WMB tournaments and things like that and you can get to the mcbc website from there as well right and if you don't i mean if you want to fish more than just if the college cats want to fish more than just just the college stuff the college yeah stuff, you can you yeah. can expand to uh wmb they have a lot of tournaments all over the state they have a hair of the dog right later this year mm-hmm. on cadillac mitchell and i'm really considering fishing that one i'm trying to find lodging up there right now and it's booked should have called pilgrim village i did they had two left and i went to call them today and they were gone ah yeah I lost them. I lost, so I'm still trying to find something up there. Check out their schedule. If there's anything else you want to jump in and fish, they have tournaments throughout the week. They have tournaments throughout on the weekends. Just a lot of different stuff you can fish. You will be able to find all of this on Doc Talk Radio also. Um, It's taking us a little bit longer than we thought to get a page up. But it's it, you can find it on Facebook. Yeah, and you absolutely. Can find it there to to get your stats. What's the next event after this? Oh, Detroit River, yours. Yep. Okay, is your boat going to be ready? Uh, I will be in a boat. That's all. Well, I can it say. does not matter. I will have a oh, boat to yeah. fish. Come that one. You're gonna get out pre-fish that one, and only about twelve times. So that's it. Yeah, so, I might stay at the parents' house for about a week before that one, so oh, I can fish go. every day after work. The Detroit River's from my driveway, about fifteen minutes. So. Oh, so they're right down there. Boom, done. Yeah. So Excellent. I. I, I uh, I plan to spend some time out there. I, I've spent a, a lot of time out there. That's where I cut my teeth. 
Okay. So I'm probably just going to run new stuff, old stuff, and everything in between. Got it. Good deal. All right. Well, that's a quick little wrap-up on the last Houghton event and the upcoming Mitchell event. We will try to get the next show out to you a little bit quicker. It's a busy, busy summer, man. Yeah, absolutely. This is why I don't do Doc Talk during the summer, because it's tough <laughs> That's to, right. get, to stay caught up with everything. And then you want to fish on top of that. All right, guys, make sure you check out the websites. Make sure you support the sponsors. And remember, you've got to be registered by Friday night to fish on Sunday. They start taking registrations at 5.30 Sunday morning at the events and blast-offs at 7 o'clock. That's right. Make sure you be safe. Take care of your fish in this hot weather. Take plenty of ice for them. Run the aerators. Run the live wells. Other than that, I got nothing. Awesome. All right, we're out of here. See ya.